Hi, everybody. It's Jackie Schwab back with a Press Plate Lifestyle Inspired Podcast, where we do interviews with people like my new friend here, Brandon, on topics to help you find the resources, tools, and support you need to be your best inspired selves. How are you today, Brandon? I'm so good. Thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's sunny in Milwaukee, which <laughs> anyone from Milwaukee knows is beautiful. beautiful. Good. Uh, so I'm super excited that you took the time to be with us today. You're quite the, um, quite the man in demand. So um, <laughs> it's nice to have you. Do so you mind telling the audience just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Brandon Kniefel. And basically right now I call myself a medium healer. So I use my mediumship and clairvoyance to initiate energetic healing and I basically rely on, you know, my concept of a higher power. You can call it spirit, universe, love. I just call it God to keep it simple. So I pretty much just walk with God through the healing process and I'm told what to do. Wow, that's beautiful. Can you, you tell us about like one of your, I don't know if there's a favorite healing because how can you not be thrilled about healing? It's, it, For sure. it feels amazing, but something that was really memorable for you that that just super sits with you still and is like a strong um experience that you've had as a healer sure so actually i did one last night that was pretty powerful and i have uh surprisingly a lot of male clients so that's really important to me because i think this is you know i think the women in this world are doing a lot of their inner work and so i'm trying to get a lot of the men to do that as well um, as opposed to like the wives or girlfriends being like, come on, <laughs> let's do something. Um, You're like, okay. <laughs> so uh, I begin by, you know, doing a read on them. So it's either um, uh, like a medical intuitive read or with their permission, I read their subconscious beliefs and I literally start from there and it's just rapid fire questions so they don't have time to think. And then I use different modalities depending on what spirit gives me. And sometimes it's literally like, okay, would you mind your concept of a higher power coming into you and speaking through you? And so if I, un if I see that they're speaking through their mind, I say cancel. I'm like, was that spirit talking or was that you talking? Yeah. And then they eventually get the process. And I know when I'm halfway through, when they start crying and they really have a moment. And then we work on the integration and wrap them up. So there's no time limit. Some people take an hour and a half. Some people take four hours. But it's my goal to get them to a breakthrough. Unlike sometimes traditional therapy, it can take months and years but i don't want to leave them off at 50 minutes where they're open in like an open wound and then be like i'll see you next week <laughs> yeah you know and I've, i think i've seen that too so being in kind of a coaching space as well um i know they're different but sure. having that connection the one of the worst things we can do is really like dig up some of that trauma or dig up you know a piece that needs healing and then we're like peace out yo i've got a i got, I got brunch you know or whatever the case is um so yeah, and they're walking can, around with an open wound for the rest yeah, of the week essentially and 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 sometimes then they don't come back right because you 
you've cut them and then yeah. left them bleeding. <laughs> and now that's how we showed up in the world, right? It's exactly. Kind of wound them, people mm -hmm. we were thought we were helping. Yeah. Um, so it was particularly powerful, you said last night. So what 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 was so powerful for you? What, was there something that came through? Yeah. Uh, or was it a five hour thing or, you know, what, what made sure. it experiential? Yeah, this person was self-aware and a high performer. So I had no, like I had no information on what we were going to do when I started speaking to him. And he started talking about his mother and wanting to get her back to the family in Argentina. But this was at the front of his mind. Mm -hmm. And I knew this wasn't his thing. I knew this is not what he wanted, he needed to deal with. And I always say, the first thing is not the thing <laughs> that we need to deal with. Yeah. It's the thing that keeps us safe. And we're like, okay, we, I can deal with this. So right away, I was like, all right, so let's put your mom aside and talk about your loneliness. Um, and then so we worked through that really, really in depth. And we were able to tie his inability to have a long-term relationship with his traumatic experience with his family and coming out um, as gay. And we were able to tie that into his need to be ambitious and stay away from his family long-term and to continue to prove himself. So, and his grandmother came through from the other side and she stated that she was rooting for him and on his side and that she just didn't want him to be alone. So he finally felt like someone on his family side was understanding him and seeing him for who he was. Oh, so he just wanted to feel, isn't like one of the most significant needs that people have is just that need to, like it's the birthrights, right? One of them's like existing, but one of them is feeling like you belong mm -hmm. and you're actually shunned from the people that are supposed to always allow you to belong. Yeah. You know, that's a huge break for people. Huge. It's like everything from that moment on builds broken because you've shaken that foundation of who right. you are. Right. Then you start to develop developing relationship strategies that Around are in, yeah, in line with that wound. So it's like this bandaid will make it not hurt as much. I'm going to do as much and support as many people as possible. So they don't leave me. So, so what is, you know, what does your client do with that after they kind of have the breakthrough and they're, they maybe not feeling so raw now they feel supported. Um, is there maintenance work that they need to do or like, how do they stay, how do they integrate and stay congruent with like sure. these new things that have been given to them? So I usually channel a mantra for them. Sometimes it makes sense. And sometimes it doesn't. What we're working with is the subconscious mind because I believe that we don't attract what we think and feel. We attract around our worthiness and subconscious beliefs. So I can attract relationships if I have a self-belief that I'm worthy of relationships, but I might not feel worthy of money, so I might not attract that. So I work with their subconscious mind. I actually go in there and stay with their child self and try to reprogram that and recreate a situation in which that wound never happened. So 
I always say it's forgiveness work because forgiveness is remembering, re-remembering what didn't happen. So basically telling a different story from childhood on. And so I give them the mantra and they go off in their week and they can check in with me. But oftentimes I get reports back months later that they're like, I don't know how you did that, but I worked. And I was like, you and your spirit did it. I was just asking the questions and pointing things out. And, but I, I really do encourage them to do at least one assignment afterward to kind of integrate it in the real world. So this last one with his mother hurting him so badly, I had him write a gratitude letter to her on how that pushed him into the man that he is, which is a great man. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that um, people forget too, is that our, it sucks that we have these wounds, but these wounds are also who made us like part of what made us. Right. Um, So we, we need, we need them to grow, but we don't have to hold them forever. At some point they stop you from growing, right? They become the thing that keeps you stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always say, um, don't be afraid of your wounds because if you were perfect, you wouldn't have any areas in which other people could hold on to. So oh, it's like those parts know. of you that are cut out that people can grab onto when they're looking for hope. So if people see my wound of being a recovering alcoholic, they're like, I can grab onto that. I can relate to that. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. I've never heard it kind of said like that before. It's very beautiful. Thank you. Like, uh, it's kind of like the was it the Japanese art of when they they feel a pot is only beautiful after it's been broken and they feel the broken parts with gold. Oh wow. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I was like that is I'll take so gold. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the gold too, right? Yeah. It's, it's um like it's actually an art in Japan where they honestly say that they in this group that they don't feel that it's done or beautiful mm. until it's been broken and had to be had to wow. fix the scars. So wow. it's kind of a, yeah, it's like beautiful, right? That's so beautiful. <laughs> there's so many wonderful things that we just don't have time or there's so many things to learn that not, we can't possibly ever know all of those things. Right. For sure. So, um, how are these types of abilities that you have? Have you always had them or are they something like someone taught you? How does this come about? Sure. I grew up in an evangelical Christian family. So we identify the spiritual gifts of the spirit, basically, which is um, mentioned in first Corinthians and it's, uh, you know, abilities to heal abilities to communicate with spirit and translate spirit and prophecy. So I developed claircognizance really early on. So claircognizance is just clear knowing without knowing how you know. And then um, then I pushed it aside as in, because I thought I was just like a smarter than average kid. And then I started to realize I that wasn't I was arrogant at all. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, I'm just really smart. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I didn't know that because I learned it. <laughs> so, um, and then as I grew older, I started to really understand that spirit was communicating through me to help others. So I then noticed the little things and I was told by many mediums that I had the abilities and I was like, no, 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 no. And then finally I was 
brought on stage by a medium after I did a little panel. And she's like, you're reading the next person because you have the same gifts I do. I'm like, wait, what? And this is a college, like a room full of college students. And so I just like dove in after that. And what I do now is I hold monthly groups where for free, I teach people how to develop their gifts. People who were like, I'm really connected with my higher power, but I don't think I have any gifts. I'm like, you know what? We are not created special. If one person can communicate with their higher power spirit, then we all have access to it. So it's just the trust that you are hearing or knowing from other than your like prefrontal cortex. So I teach different techniques and you know, a lot of those people who started coming with no concept of their abilities are now doing that like as a side gig. Nice. Yeah. One of the things that um, I've always kind of said is uh, it's, and it's, and I was raised Catholic, so very similar, but I think that if God created everyone in his image, then we're all perfect. Exactly. Um, And we just are presenting different parts of that. And, and it was really important to me growing up with, you know, we grew up very poor. We lived in a car for a while. We moved around a lot. And um, you, it can easily make you kind of go like, well, I'm less than, right? Mm-hmm. I'm less than because of whatever your because of is. Like you could have felt that it recovering as a recovering alcoholic. Well, I'm mm-hmm. less than because I allowed myself to whatever. But um, we're all perfect or, mm-hmm. or, and not perfectly imperfect. Like that's super cliche. We're, we I know. just are. Like, exactly. To be exactly right we are yes 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 i know like it's amazing when people are like i'm flawed but i'm loved it's like if you saw yourself the way god saw you you are perfect whole and complete god is looking down on us like we're children in a playground sometimes we spill the sand sometimes we don't sometimes we trip over like the sandbox sometimes we don't god's not saying oh there's a flaw. There's a flaw. It's like they're playing and we aren't trying to be perfect. We are actively working on realizing that we are. And that's self-worth knowing that, okay, my worth is not debatable. It cannot be subtracted to or added to. It is there because I am extension of God. I am as much God as someone else. I'm not all of God, but I am all God. Yeah, I love that. I think that's that's very powerful. I think it's so wonderful for people to come from a place of innate worthiness. Like you just are, right? Mm-hmm. You can be and you're just being is beautiful. Yeah. And when you show up like that, you leave people feeling inspired by themselves because they can't help but see their awe in themselves so it's not like show up and be like miraculous and amazing to other people it's like show up as a conduit for others to realize their awesomeness yeah i i say um i don't say it as articulate as you do but i always say i my job is to hold space for how amazing you are until you can catch up and realize it right no that's beautiful i mean that's more simply put than me so it's it's easier to understand i feel like <laughs> fair enough but yeah I, I i i love the idea that um 
we're we're not broken. It just makes me sad when people feel like that there's something wrong with them for being. Right? There can be something you can do things that are not acceptable. You can mm-hmm. behave in a ways that you don't like. But even what society deems acceptable, how do you know if that's naughty or not? That's a societal construct. Yeah. Right? The how, make how many years ago were there racist? How many years ago where you couldn't get married if you were a same-sex mm-hmm. couple? Society said that that was bad. Right. But now, right now, we, some people are being more open how can you be bad if you just are being who you were created to be? Right. And it's, it's as soon, like you said, as soon as you realize your self-worth, you are doing better and treating yourself more healthy and realizing that you're perfect. It's when we step out of our self-worth as it's almost, it's not arrogant to believe that you are of God. It's humble. It's humility to say, I cannot change who I am by my, you know, effort or dint of labor. And I love the part where you talked about living in your car, because during that time, I'm sure your self-worth wasn't very high. But in hindsight, I'm sure it added to your self-worth as a way to communicate compassionately and to identify with other people who are going through that. So that experience create a greater capacity for you to love others. Like that was a perfect situation at the end of the day. Yeah. One of the things I've always said is I am exactly who I am because of everything I've been through and I wouldn't change a thing. And there are some pretty dang doozies, but (laughs) without that was like, I wouldn't be able to show up. So, yeah. So I, gosh, I wish we could talk forever. This is super fun. Um, (laughs) How can people find you and like, help share in the gifts that you have like what's the best way for them to contact you or to share in your services could you just tell us a little bit about that sure so i do uh healings and readings in person and uh over video video chat they work just as effectively either way i'm very active on instagram so i'm constantly posting stories and uh experiences from my life and my website is uh, very interactive with ways to book or even like information to learn about. Okay. Both are just my first and last name, brandonkneeful.com and brandonkneeful on Instagram. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's my goal is to teach and inspire others how to really feel like they're superhuman, that they're God consciousness. That's beautiful. So we'll make sure. Go ahead. Oh, I also, if you, I sent a link. So um, if you would like to download my uh, first book that was a bestseller, it is called Defining Moments and Prayers to Guide Them. So it's prayers or affirmative prayers for anything that you could possibly go through from love and sex to money and grief, addiction and mental health issues. So. I, I offer that as a gift to anyone. There's a link to my site. You can just download it as a PDF. Wonderful. So we'll make sure the show notes has your website, your IG handle, um, all of the information on, their, on the book download. So that way everyone can come experience um, the gifts that you were given to share thank with you. others. Thank you. I just wanted to say that uh, thank you for the work you're doing. Um, 
it's really powerful. I went on your website. You have such a beautiful story, sending love to your child. And you have, you. Uh, you have a couple like angels around you right now. And there, one is up in your left hand corner of the, um, or by the ceiling. And it's literally just communicating from God that you are doing it. You are doing the work of the angels down here. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that so much. You're welcome. I'm, I'm doing what you're doing. I'm just trying to give people an opportunity to share and be visible and access because um, someone needs to hear you right now. Thank so. you so much for having me. You're welcome. It was so wonderful meeting you and we should stay in touch. So I'm sure you'll I would love to and do other great things. Yes. Yes, for sure. All right. See you All later. All right, hon. Bye, hon.